0: Go
1: for it. All right. Welcome to the podcast. You're listening to Marketing Mondays with Meg, where business owners come to get honest, practical, and smart advice about how to market their business. I'm Meg Hewer, an award-winning marketing and brand strategist, and I'm joined by my producer Matt Heyer from Berg Brothers Media. Always good to be here. Thanks for being here, Matt. And I'm really excited about today's guest. We have Connor Zarafoss who is joining us. He is a video producer and owner of Brothers Media, these are the guys who produce my podcast. So, welcome, Connor.
0: Thank you, Meg. I am excited that you are here and I am very excited that I can be here to join you today.
1: Well, thanks for coming. Mm -hmm. Um, So, Connor does a lot of things, but his superpower is producing outstanding videos for his clients. And so, we're going to talk about that, but we also are going to talk about the fact that you're an entrepreneur who's got a successful business and we're going to talk about how videos can impact a, a company's business. So, Let's get started. Um, you have kind of an interesting story. You're a young guy, but you've been an entrepreneur for a long time. So tell us how you got started.
0: Right. I actually started my venture into entrepreneurship back when I was in high school. I was considered a uh, sneakerhead back in the day. So I bought and uh, sold shoes. I was really big into collecting, um, always trying to grow my inventory. So with this, I learned a lot about business. Um, I learned about Buying and selling, um, market value. On, sorry, I messed that part up. Um, I learned about e-commerce, and I learned um, how to interact with people, which was a big part of it um, mm-hmm. that kind of helped me later on in life. But the big thing that I got into with this sneaker business was marketing. I came to find that i actually enjoy the marketing side of it more than the physical shoe side of it more than anything so this was all back in high school and i kind of took this sneaker business business with me to college um whenever i got into college i continued to do it however my inventory was larger than my dorm room so (laughs) i had a hard time i had a hard time managing everything and there was just several other opportunities that came up so i kind of phased out of the sneaker thing and got more into the marketing thing once once i got into college then
1: okay so tell us i know you initially partnered with was it your roommate or somebody from a friend from college right
0: yeah so my freshman year i went to school for business management um and i i knew i was really into the marketing but i really liked creating as well so i quickly became friends with somebody from my floor his name was nick and Nick was a TV video major, so he was constantly working on all these really cool projects that were way cooler than my projects that I had to work on in school. So I uh, ended up helping Nick out a lot with with his projects and, and having him teach me the ways of video, um, how to operate the camera, because I was just doing it not really knowing what,
1: what, I, what I was
0: doing at first yeah. until Nick came along. And Nick kind of taught me the ropes. And then I started working with several other people in the industry that I was able to learn from.
1: Okay. And so that was kind of the beginning of Berg Brothers Media, right?
0: That was somewhat the beginning of Berg Brothers Media. Nick and I started um, taking on little freelance jobs at the beginning, you know, whatever we could get. Uh, We did birthday parties and uh, little things for Robert Morris here and there, and Eventually, we we ended up getting a pretty good paying job, and the client wanted to send us a 1099 form to pay the taxes. So Nick and I said, well, who's going to take on this tax form? Who's going to pay these taxes? And that's whenever we kind of decided, you know what? I think that we can make something out of this. I think that we can do more. Let's just form a business now together. And that's what we did. We split it 50-50 from the beginning, and um, then we paid the taxes as a business. So neither one of us had to take on that personal extra taxes.
1: Yeah, right. And then you eventually kind of took the business and went on your own, right?
0: Yeah. So Nick Nick has always been really into sports broadcasting. Like I said, he went to school for TV video. So he he's a big sports fan. And um, I think he's always had kind of dreams of working for the MLB or, you know, NHL or... Okay. Some, something like that along those lines. So okay. he actually got a really cool opportunity to work with AT&T Sports here in Pittsburgh, who wow. who covers the Penguins and the Pirates. So he, he took that job offer, and I'm really excited for him. Him and I are still good friends, and we still live together. Okay. So once he took that job offer, then I overtook his 50% of the business. So okay. I'm the sole owner of the business now.
1: Okay. And so one of the things that I think is really cool about what you're doing is that you have Unlike a lot of video companies that will take pretty much any kind of video work that comes along, you have created a real strong niche for Berg Brothers Media in the real estate business. Tell us how you kind of landed on that.
0: Right, Um, well, you know, I didn't necessarily choose real estate. I I feel like real estate kind of chose me. So at the beginning we were taking everything that came our way as well. Yeah. Like I said. You
1: have to start, right?
0: Absolutely. You have to feel it out. You have to you have to figure out what you like and what industry you fit best in. Mm-hmm. Um because real estate certainly isn't for everybody either. Yeah. Um so like I said at first, we were doing birthday parties and weddings and product shoots and things for Robert Morris and just random, random things. Your
1: websites up here. Now we're looking at it. I mean, you have some beautiful stuff. Uh,
0: thank you very it's much. Amazing. Thank you. I, I really appreciate it. We work really hard at it and we're still continuing to grow too. So yeah. hopefully it just continues to get better and better. That's the goal.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, for sure. So it looks like you started what you started doing a couple of videos for, um, real estate agents. Right. And it just sort of took off.
0: Yeah. So, um, it was back when Nick and I were still taking on everything that we could. I actually had a good friend of mine, his name is Nolan Bell with Dynamic Auction Group. Shout out, Dynamic Auction Group. <laughs> um, they gave us our first real estate video back in the day. Um, it was actually back in my hometown of Somerset and it wasn't anything fancy. It wasn't, you know, a big beautiful house or anything like that. but it got our foot in the door and it was able, it gave us that opportunity to see our skill set and see what we were able to do with something like that. Mm-hmm. So then we, we took those skills to the Pittsburgh market and we started reaching out to a few different realtors here in Pittsburgh and um, word spreads pretty quick here. Uh, the market itself isn't that large, especially the people that are doing a really good job with it. So we, we probably
1: all know each other, right?
0: Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So fortunately, um, towards the beginning, we were able to get in with some larger agents, who helped propel us, you know, to the next level. And it spread the word. The word spread really quickly. Um, so that ended up, we ended up niching down to almost specifically real estate now. Um, because of that, it's it's just been so busy for us. And we've actually been able to expand the team and bring on more people to help us with the editing now, the shooting process. Mm -hmm. So it's no longer just me that's involved with it.
1: So what you did by finding a, a niche like that is something that a lot of people are afraid to do. Right. Because if you say I'm going to focus on real estate, then that says I'm not working with the other 98 percent of the businesses out there. And a lot of people are really afraid to, to, to put themselves in that position. But you took that leap. Tell us. Was that scary?
0: You know, like I said, it kind of came to me. It, organically. it wasn't. Yeah, it, it wasn't something than, that yeah. we took a leap with, um, so would to say. You, What's that would on? you
1: recommend people do that?
0: I think I would recommend that you feel it out. Um, you 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 work across multiple different industries because, like I said, mm-hmm. it's not for everyone. You know, real estate is very very intense. It's very cutthroat. There are very important deadlines that you have to meet. It's Fast moving, right? It's very fast paced. So if you're not willing to be working twenty four seven, essentially, um, you're not going to be able to keep up with it. Yeah. And that's you know that's something that I personally enjoy. Um, you know being on the run 24-7 always yeah. working, but it's it's not necessarily for everyone, for everyone. Right. So I think you just need to find what you're comfortable with, you know, some videographers love working with brides and yes. and they are they do such a good job at communicating with the bride and the family and and creating this love story essentially yeah, right. out of a video and and that's something you know that we we found with real estate you know we're we're able to create i don't want to say a love story yeah. but but we're able to create a a story we're able to help the audience picture themselves in that environment and yeah. i think that that's something that's important with with video
1: yeah for sure and i just think that it's really um important to be able to because this is what i tell my clients all the time is that you can't be just a video producer because there's everybody can say that. So to be able to say I'm a, I'm a video producer, but I'm an expert in working with real estate people, it attracts real estate people then because they say, hey, look what he's doing. Uh, do that for me, you know? Yeah, he yeah, really certainly. knows what he's doing.
0: Certainly, I think once you find that thing that you're really good at, I think yep. that you should stick with it, um, you know, put that behind you and, and, and really, really advertise that specific yes. thing. And that's what's going to help Build consistency, you know, with your company, um, sure. because before the real estate came along, there was no consistency. So we weren't necessarily always busy all the time. Yeah,
1: right. And and since you've kind of focused on one thing, you've been busy.
0: Yeah. yeah. So it makes a difference,
1: and that's something we're going to talk about in our next podcast, in episode four. So if you're, if that's something you're interested in, join us again. But so. I have a question for you. A couple of years ago, I was working with a nonprofit. It was right after the whole ice bucket challenge was a big deal. right? And this client said to me, I want to do a viral video just like the ice bucket challenge. Um, And that's like getting lightning in a bottle, right? I mean, is that going to happen again? Who knows? It's not likely to happen anytime soon. Do you have people say that to you? I want you to create a viral video for us.
0: Yeah, you know, no one's ever necessarily demanded that, but of course everybody wants the, the most attraction that they can get towards their video. Right. The, the thing about viral videos is it has to be something that's, that's either shocking, um, very compelling, mm-hmm. very funny maybe, mm-hmm. but ultimately it has to be something that's very relevant. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, to try to come up with something out of nothing, it's almost like you you can't just you can't just expect to make a viral video. It it almost just has to be unplanned. And a lot of times you see viral videos, they're not professional videos. They're, it's they're, the
1: cat and the yeah the dog. They're often
0: yeah. filmed yeah. with a phone yeah, or a, you know, a camcorder a or something sense. along those lines. So I think you know if if you are going for a viral video. Your best bet is to just turn the camera on and, and and film in a situation where you know something might be likely to happen. It's yeah. very very hard to plan for a viral video.
1: Yeah, yeah. So one of the things I see that I think people make mistakes with is they just want to create a video, right? They're like, I everybody's creating video. I need to create a video, so they do. And then once they have the video, they don't know what to do with it. So I think that having a video needs to be part of their marketing strategy. Tell us, what what do you do once you have the video? How do you promote it? Well,
0: I agree with you. I mean, I see that all the time, and I have people ask me that question, actually, so I'm glad that you bring it up. Um, certainly, you want to put the video across all social media platforms, um, and don't forget about LinkedIn, because that's a big one, especially mm-hmm. for professional business people. Yeah, right. Um, you know, aside from that, you you want to look into creating some sort of ad campaign um, through Facebook. And if you don't know how to do this yourself, I would highly recommend consulting with somebody that can help set it up for you. Mm-hmm. Creating a campaign is different than just hitting boost post. Yeah, um, right. You can you can see very different results whenever you create a campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, And if you don't know who to go to, you can go to Zach from Berg Brothers Media to create (laughs) a campaign for for you. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, once you create that campaign, you can really reach a lot of people with that. Mm -hmm. And you can actually target specific people with it too. Absolutely. So once you get that going, you of course then want to install Google Pixel, or I'm sorry, Facebook Pixel. Mm -hmm. And that will be able to help track your leads. And then you can retarget those people as well. Mm -hmm. So you really want to have... A grasp of of what you're doing after you get the video um because you can reach so many people with a video you know it's right. it's easy to be scrolling through your feed and get stopped by a video you know with a cool right. opening It'll, shot right
1: for sure for sure. sure well and i think that one of the things too is that you should know before you shoot the video what you're going to do with it yeah you know yeah. so that you're shooting what you need You know, it's so easy to shoot a video and then afterwards you say, well, now we're going to use it for this. So I wish we had done this instead.
0: Absolutely. You always want to make your goals and objectives clear before you even go into the process.
1: Right, right. And so not everybody necessarily needs high quality video for everything. Some things you can shoot on your phone and it's fine, right? So tell us what situations would a business owner say, hey, I think I'm going to do just to shoot this on my phone.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, video doesn't all have to be about marketing you know a great way you see some of the biggest ceos in the entire world waking mm-hmm. up and posting instagram stories and they're doing that because they're building rapport with their audience video is about building a relationship with the viewer mm-hmm. so you're not always you don't always have to be selling you know yeah. you can you can wake up and, and tell your audience what you're doing mm-hmm. and most likely they'll be interested in it. You know, they're, they're following you for a reason. So they want to see what you're up to. Right. Um, so yeah, certainly you don't have to always come up with a marketing budget to make a video.
1: Right. So I think sometimes having a really high quality video that showcases your business, that maybe you put on the homepage of your website, that maybe you put in social media or whatever, um, send maybe in some email marketing things, can be really smart. But there's also a place for some authentic videos out there that's just like, get out your phone and talk to people. And so it's a totally different feel. But together, the two can be very powerful, right?
0: Absolutely, yeah. And that all goes with, like I said, just defining your objectives before you think about making the video in the first place. Exactly. You know, if your objectives are to create an email campaign, then you're going to structure that video for an email campaign. And if it's something that, you know, deserves of a, of, Quality, artistic style video mm-hmm. then you're going to know that beforehand you know right. as long as you define those objectives
1: right so and I think that's a really key takeaway know what you're what you're doing with your video before you shoot it so you can shoot what you really need yeah
0: and absolutely. what's going to
1: resonate with your customer yes you know for sure so the other thing that I think business owners get weary of when it comes to video is cost. Everybody thinks, well, geez, it's going to cost a fortune. And sometimes it can, right? You know, you see companies like Nike and um, Coke doing really high-end videos, but most businesses don't need something like that. Give us an idea if you're a business owner and you want to do 15-second video or 30-second video, and I know it can really vary, but just to give people a ballpark so that they know I'm not getting ripped off, You know, or I'm paying too much, or or they quoted me such a low price that this might not be very good. Give us some idea.
0: Yeah, so it's really hard to put a price point to what you should be paying for a video. Again, that has really has to do with your goals and objectives. Um, Going back to that, you know, you can to put it in relatable terms, you can buy a car, for instance, for five hundred bucks, but that car is not going to get you as far as a newer car would Um, so you really want to you really want to lay out your objectives before you think about creating your budget too Um, somebody who's
1: good good advice
0: somebody whose objective is to build rapport with their audience is not going to put the same sort of budget into somebody who is choosing to market a commercial on the super bowl yeah right so so it's really about defining that budget and and knowing what your goals and objectives are beforehand i it's so hard to give you a number um right. okay. because everybody's different. It's really yeah. it's really just looking at the quality of what you're getting and if you're if the product that you're getting meets those objectives, mm-hmm. then that's the goal.
1: Maybe you could uh give some tips on things to look for when you're working with a company so you don't end up getting the you know, bad end of the deal. So you don't end up getting screwed over by a bad company or something. That's- yeah.
0: So <laughs> Some things to look out for, of course, you want to look for that consistency in the company. Um, You want to make sure that you check out their website, check out their social media. And if you don't see any sort of consistency, if you see that the company has maybe done one video in the past or, you know, just starting, you're going to be able to see that off the bat. Um, So that's something that, you know, if they're giving you a quote that's much higher than somebody who has that defined portfolio, that's, that's almost like a red flag right there. Yeah,
1: that's a good point. Really good suggestion.
0: So that's one thing is definitely just look into what they're doing. Also, you know, you want to make sure that they have a clear idea of what your goals and objectives are, too, before choosing to pay with somebody. Because if you have somebody that's not interested in what you're doing, they're not going to produce a good quality product for you. Mm-hmm. So you really want to make sure that they're showing the interest in, in you as well and not just doing it for the money to get out and yeah. and, and move on to the next thing.
1: Yeah, because there are people that do that for sure. Yeah. But there's a lot of really good quality work out there, too. So you just have to look for the right fit for your business.
0: Yeah. And a good way to go about it is to kind of maybe follow the company on social medias before you choose to pick them to produce your video, you'll be able to see that consistency really quick if they're actually consistent.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that's a good suggestion. That's a really good suggestion.
0: So follow along, give it a little bit of time before you just jump into something. Um, Just do your research.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. So every week we give three strategies that you can implement into your business this week. So based on what we talked about, I have three thoughts and feel free to jump in here. So the first one is to think about your goals and objectives ahead of time you know who is your customer what are you trying to do with them and then create a video for that for that person and and then plan a- accordingly so that you know up front what you're going to do
0: right yep that's a that's definitely a big takeaway from this know what you want before you just assume that the videographer knows what you want you know you have to put all the goals and objectives out on the table first and you guys need to make sure that you're on the same page before you you know spend that money to make a video,
1: yeah, okay. and then um, then the next thing is that if you can't afford to do a professional video, Maybe you start doing some social media videos, do some more authentic videos and plan down the road to do something on a professional level. What do you think?
0: Absolutely. Like I said, the key to videos is building that relationship and connecting with the audience. And you do not have to spend a lot of money to do this. Mm -hmm. You can connect with your audience for free, like I said, by doing an Instagram video or even some sort of behind the scenes video. You know, it doesn't always have to be professional. And. A little bit goes a long way. Some of those
1: behind the scenes ones are the most interesting too.
0: Absolutely. That's what I mean. It's like people would rather see that than the actual product sometimes (laughs) because they want to see the process that goes into it.
1: Yeah. That's kind of the cool stuff. And I think the last tip then is if you're considering producing a video, think about how it's going to be used and promote it. Because again, we talked about so many people just shoot a video and then they don't, know, they don't do anything with it. I've heard that so many times. Um, so really think about how are we going to promote this thing? What are we going to do with it?
0: Yeah, definitely. You want to create some sort of campaign with your video. And I forgot to mention this earlier, but another way to help the video spread is to just ask people to share it.
1: Yeah, right. Um, you know, and that's such lot, an obvious one. It's probably uh, why you forgot. Yeah. Yeah.
0: A lot of people are happy to share it, Absolutely. but they don't think about it until you say like, hey, can you maybe share this for yeah, me? Right. And then once you say that, like, oh, yeah, sure. Absolutely. But they might not think about it at first. So a lot of times you, you just got to ask.
1: Yeah, <laughs> right. And Like you said, people are happy to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's it for today. If you like this podcast, please be sure to subscribe so you won't miss upcoming episodes. And if you'd like to join, we have a new Facebook group um, called Marketing Mondays with Meg, where you can connect with other business owners and ask your questions and share your advice. We'd love to have you with us. And if you want more marketing tips like you've heard today, um, visit my website, thebrandaccelerator.com, and sign up for my e-blasts, which come out every Monday morning. So thank you again, Connor, for being here. Thank you, Matt, for being our producer and doing a great job again today. Um, Until next week, be sure to inspire other business owners, because together we can change the world. Have a great week. Awesome. Thank you. That was good.
0: (laughs) That was great.